What is up? What is up, brothers and sisters? Welcome to the Mitch Gray Show. Thank you. Thank you for checking us out. Uh, remember, if you have not subscribed to the show, make sure you go do that. Um, also, if you're not following us on social media, make sure you do that as well. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at M. Gray Media, G-R-A-Y, at M. Gray Media. Yeah, so I hope everything in your life is going well. Um, we are in the middle of the holiday season, uh, in America at least. Thanksgiving has come and gone, and I'm sure we all ate too much. Hopefully you get to spend time with your family and loved ones and friends and just uh, enjoy a few days of rest and healing and laughter. Oh, I hope you got to laugh. Uh, my family and I at one point and quite a few of my son's friends, we played a game, a new game. Oh, it was amazing. It was just fun to laugh and enjoy. We, we don't take enough time for that. You know, laughter is is a medicine for the soul. It is healing. And so hopefully you get to do that. Um, also, if you've not checked out my new book, The Gathering Place, uh, I would invite you to do that. So please go grab your copy today on Amazon. Uh, at Barnes and Noble, you can order it uh, at a brick and mortar store or online. You can um, also order it through our publisher's website, lulu.com. You can also order it on our website, mitchgray.me. Again, that's G R A Y. So, yeah, so just fun stuff going on. Um, so, I hope you are not stressing during this holiday season. Uh, I know, kind of, kind of, it's kind of a time that has become very commercialized. So, I hope that you. Don't stress yourself out over things, over things. Instead, create moments and opportunities to just be with each other and to be with yourself. So, all right. Today's topic of the Mitch Gray Show, myths, lies, and storytellers. By the way, when you follow us on Instagram, um, for the most part, unless it's a holiday week and I'm gone, uh, for the most part, every week we put up a vote uh, in our Instagram stories and you get to vote on the topic of the week. And that topic pushes our content on social media. Um, we've taken the last week or two off on IGTV, but we'll get back to that probably next week. And uh, as soon as we get back to that, it pushes the content on IGTV and 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 the content on the uh, podcast. So so make sure you follow us on Instagram, Media, and vote, vote, vote when we pull up topics. Our voting is increasing every week, which I love. The first week or two we did this quite a few months ago, it was like one or two people, and now we're up to, I think, 10. So that's awesome. Thank you, 10 people. Uh, myths, lies, and storytellers. There's a crazy thing that happens in life. And that crazy thing is once we start really kind of sinking into life and kind of uh, crafting and creating um, the life that, that we think we want to live. An interesting thing happens. And that interesting thing is we, we often never really get away from what I call the playground syndrome. Do you remember when you were in elementary school and maybe third, fourth, fifth grade, it was probably at its height, all you wanted to do was, A, go outside and play, at least when I grew up, and B, you wanted to make sure you had a circle of friends that you played 
games with, whether it was the swing set or the slides or the football game, you know, the recess football game or shooting uh, uh, the basketball or playing. We played Red Rover, Red Rover all the time. I actually don't think they can even play that in schools anymore. But you wanted to make sure that you had a group of friends that approved of you, that accepted you, and that would make sure that every recess you had a home. But there was always that one or two, wasn't there? The one or two that maybe maybe were the shy ones. Maybe they were the, the introspective ones. Maybe they were the ones that weren't as athletic as others. Maybe they were the ones that would much rather sit by the fence and read their book. And guess what? All of that is perfectly okay. But they were the ones that as you scanned the playground, you saw these groups of people together, and then you saw the one or two sitting by the fence. The playground syndrome. Everyone wanted a home. And it wasn't that that one or two didn't want a home. It's just that they weren't really wanting to do the things that everyone else did. So they did their own thing. And that is awesome when you figure out that it's okay to do your own thing. Now, where am I going with the playground syndrome? The playground syndrome carries itself into adulthood, doesn't it? We all often run by this compass of we want to be accepted and we want to be approved of and we want to be given permission and we want people to to at some form or fashion just receive what we are doing. But the interesting thing is when we go to bed at night, whether we have a partner or a spouse we're going to sleep with and beside But really, when we go to bed at night, we are the only ones we go to bed with. Why? Because no one else is inside of our mind or our emotions or our psyche or our spirit. We are the only captain of our soul. But much like the playground syndrome, the bell rings and we know that it's 11 15 and we get to go outside and play for 30 minutes. And the first thing we do is make sure that we're with our group of friends. We want to make sure that we're accepted and approved of. But the interesting thing is, if you want the truth, the truth of the matter is the only person that needs to approve of you And accept you is you. (laughs) It's interesting how it works that way, right? That once you can accept yourself, and once you can approve of yourself, and once you can settle within yourself, and once you can love yourself, loving and accepting and approving of the outside form, A, doesn't carry as much emphasis anymore, and B, it kind of tends to happen. You know how this looks. When you're hanging out with a few people, and maybe one of those people is a very insecure person, it's like, eh, they're not as magnetic. Yet you see another person walk in the room who is secure and confident, yet also secure enough to be humbly balanced. That person carries energy, and draws us to them. Why? 
because we're all seeking approval and acceptance. We're all a bunch of fourth and fifth graders <laughs> running around the playground of life, wondering who's going to play on the swing set with us. But the interesting thing is we can jump on the swing and go about it ourselves. Is it more fun with other people around? Yes. Life is much more fun when you have a band of musicians playing with you rather than being on stage by yourself. Life is much more fun when you're playing the, the game of dominoes with your group of besties. Life is much more fun when you can do it together. But really, when it boils down to it, the only person that needs to approve of us and accept us and love us is us. And then everything else takes care of itself. Myths, lies, and storytellers. We're all telling a story. But the story that I want to focus on for a few more minutes is the story that we're telling ourselves. Are we telling ourselves the story that once the bell rings, we have to have a group of friends? Are we telling ourselves the story that when we get dressed every morning, we really want to make sure someone approves of this outfit of things that I've chosen to cover my body with? Are we telling ourselves that when we get a haircut, we need that approval? Are we telling ourselves that if we don't get enough likes on that last post, that it must not mean something, so we delete it? Are we telling ourselves the story of you're okay? You are amazing. And I love me some me. That's not arrogance. That is healthy. It is healthy to look in the mirror and say, I love you. Because brothers and sisters, if you don't love you, then how is anyone else going to love you? What story are you telling yourself? You know, another interesting thing about life is we all grow up with influences. We all grow up in certain surroundings. Some of us grow up in a consistent surrounding. That consistency could be positive. For some of us, that consistency was very negative. Some of us grow up in multiple Surroundings. Some of us went through foster care. Some of us went through children's homes. Some of us were adopted into other families. Some of us lost family members and had to move into another setting. And so all of these things influence us and impact us. And it's interesting because it's quite often, we, we, we quite often don't hit our late 20s or, or 30s or middle 30s until we start realizing, oh my gosh, my childhood has totally navigated and impacted my adulthood. And then we grow into our late 30s and early 40s and we finally start kind of coming into ourselves and accepting what was done and learning to forgive ourselves and learning to forgive others and learning that the influences and things that were done to me as a child don't have to control the rest of my life. But for some of us, in fact, I would say for all of us, that early upbringing becomes the early captain to our ship. And in our teenage years, in our early to mid-20s, what we're navigated by is the compass that, that was given to us. It wasn't something we necessarily received because as a child, we have no control over the lessons we're taught and the attitude by which we're taught them or the things that are done to us or not done to us. Those things happen for good, better, or worse. 
but they dictate the story that we begin telling ourselves. And so what happens is, as we start growing into adulthood, we start learning about all these mythological um, characters and mythological stories and mythological uh, words that were given and told to us as children. And it's it's almost like an, an unbecoming when we start learning and realizing that those things we thought were true are now myth. And some of them are still good, but it's okay to say that they're not truth. They're mythological. And some of those things were lies. You were told you weren't beautiful. You were told you weren't good enough. You were told that no one's proud of you. You were told that you could never be loved. You were told that you were worthless. And those became your truth. And at some point in time, you made the discovery that, brothers and sisters, those are not truths. Those are myths. Those are lies. But now you have to rewrite a story, don't you? All of us were given mythological things as children. All of us were told lies. Sometimes those lies were told to us on purpose, and sometimes those lies were told to us out of ignorance. But now we have to work through those. And so the question becomes, what myths and what lies are you having to overcome? Are you having to rewrite? What narrative have you been living? And what new narrative do you want to create and function from? And I am here to tell you today, my brother or my sister, that you are beautiful and you are talented and you are worth everything in the universe and you are lovely and you are empowered and you have permission, my friend, to live life to the fullest. You have permission to go chase those dreams. You have permission to look in the mirror and to say, I love you and to accept yourself and to give yourself that authority and that power to walk your path in any way possible. You have permission, brothers and sisters, to change the narrative. So what story are you telling yourself? Another interesting thing about life is I've had the opportunity to work with thousands and thousands of people over the last two decades. And most of those people are people that have been harmed in some way or wounded in some way or have self-harmed or have come from very unhealthy situations, most of the time as teenagers. And what's interesting is most people that I've worked with always say, there was this voice inside telling me that the story I've been given isn't right. It's interesting, especially when I deal with young ladies, and oftentimes the battle that young ladies are having is they've never had someone in their life telling them, you can do anything you set your mind to. You are amazing. You are empowered. You are beautiful. And do not let someone steal that light. Most of the time they're told something different. Yet almost every single time I talk to young ladies and young men about this situation, they almost always say in one form or fashion, but I know there's something different. They know that there's a voice inside themselves that is telling them, this is a myth. 
This is a lie. You have the power to rewrite the narrative and to do things differently. Now, oftentimes, as a young person, as a teenager, they're having to wait through this season because they have no control over so many things. And we find ourselves trying to give them hope and courage and support. That's why we do things like this podcast. Maybe, maybe you need help and courage and support right now. That's why we're here, brothers and sisters. That's why in the playground syndrome, that's why we do play together, right? We play together because if you fall off the swing, you have friends to help you up. We play together because if you're playing Red Rover and and you get slingshot from not breaking the line, (laughs) that happened to somebody all the time. You know what I mean? Like that chain of hands just caught you right in the neck and it just throws you on your back. But we do those games together. So when you do fall, we can help you up and we can dust you off and we can say we love you and we accept you. And it's okay. But the question is, what's the voice inside telling you? That, my brothers and sisters, is the voice of eternity. It's the voice that is deeper than you'll ever imagine. It's the voice that runs common through all of us. Some call it spirit. Some call it God. Some call it other things. I don't really care what you call it, to be honest. Those are just packaging Some days I'm not even sure what to call it. I just know that it exists. I can't explain it. But I know there are those moments when that voice tells you, no, 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 this narrative is not right. And there's times that voice tells you, go here or go there. Do this or do that. And there's often times that I talk to people and that voice goes seemingly silent, but I don't ever believe the voice is silent. I believe what's happening is we've become so functionalized by the noise outside that we haven't settled ourselves in a place to receive. That voice, listen to it. It is the light of eternity. However you want to package it, I just know it exists. And if you're in those moments where someone is telling you a different narrative and you're fighting within your soul, no, 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 this narrative is not right. I know the power that I have. I know who I'm meant to be. I know that that is a myth and that is a lie and I'm changing the narrative. Yes, we're all storytellers, friends. But the most important story that you will ever tell is the story that you tell yourself. The story when you find yourself alone. The story that when you go to bed at night and you close your eyes that comes to the surface. That is the story that matters. Thanks for listening, brothers and sisters. I hope you have a great day. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. Also, follow us on social media at Media. And I hope you have a day full of laughter today. Can we agree on that? Yes, yes, yes. Have a good day, friends. I will talk to you soon.
Yes, there are truths that lie between the lines. What are they? When you think about the ancient stories, when you think about the blood ground, what you're really talking about is living to honor these stories, yet simultaneously walking your own path. We've all seen it, right? The young child that grows up in a really, really uh, confident and strong culture. And then they graduate high school and they say, I'm moving off to go to college. And I had many friends in, in high school that I watched this happen to. They would say that they're moving off to college and it was almost like their family considered it an embarrassment that that child would move to another city, that that child would go and create their own life. It was almost like if you don't stay here with us, we cannot see you as family any longer. In other words, they protected their culture so much that it became an imprisonment. Brothers and sisters, it is perfectly okay for you to honor your culture and your stories. It is perfectly okay to grow up in a fashion that you found the truths of that heritage, yet you're living your own life. You are walking your own path. There is no embarrassment in that. There is no shame in that. And in fact, friends, that is what we call empowerment. It is an empowering thing to say, I honor my culture, I honor my heritage, I honor the stories, and I'm taking with me those...